Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Summertime, summertime, and fun activities to each his or her own. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with Tyler Boos. He is a roller coaster enthusiast. Tyler, do you remember the first time you hopped on a roller coaster? Yeah, so what I'm, um, the first roller coaster I remember was at Disney World, um, Space Mountain to be specific. But the first um, bigger roller coaster that got me into roller coasters was um, the Beast at Kings Island. Um, I remember riding it with my dad, and it then became kind of a father-son tradition for growing up. And then I got really into it when I got old enough to, you know, go online and, you know, turn it into more of a hobby. I want to talk just for a second about the beast. It was a, uh, it may still be a wooden roller coaster. I remember when I was younger, I loved it, and then it made me very sore. Talk a little bit about the difference between like a metal coaster and a wooden coaster, and maybe some remembrances of the beast specifically. Yeah, so actually, I've uh, been on the beast this year as well. I mean, I go to Kings Island um, maybe every other year, and yeah, um, back like when I rode it as a kid. It was um, owned by a different company, Kings Island was, and they didn't take care of it as well. Um, it, it got kind of rough recently, though it's gotten a lot of track work from the Gravity Group, actually. And so wooden coasters need to put in a lot of maintenance throughout its lifetime. But, you know, they're cheaper to build initially, but then you know, it requires a lot of maintenance to keep it going. Steel coasters have a little bit more of a cost up front for a park to build. But then they don't need as much work on them. And honestly, I like a good rough wooden coaster if it's not too rough. You know, there gets a point where it gets too rough. When I when I was a kid, I do remember, though, I was like, oh, that kind of hurt. But, it, I, you know, I, I still loved it a lot, you know. So, yeah, I, it's, it's a lot smoother, though, today. So if you want to get out and ride it today, I'm sure you wouldn't have uh, that, you know, negative opinion. I guess. His is the voice of Tyler Bruce. He's a roller coaster enthusiast. We visit with him as we head into summer this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. What makes for a good roller coaster? There's a lot of different opinions among roller coaster enthusiasts on what they enjoy on roller coasters. So there's different types of G-forces you can experience on a roller coaster. That um, And different roller coaster enthusiasts tend to have different preferences on that. So there's, uh, you know, um, what's called ejector airtime, which is negative G-forces, like getting feeling thrown out of your seat. And that's my favorite. But then there's also, though, lots of people who like what's called floater airtime, which is a feeling of weightlessness, usually on like the crest of like a big hill. And so that, that's your feeling floating kind of out of your seat. Then there's positive G-forces, which you feel like more pre- it's uh, at the bottom of hills or on loops where you feel a lot of pressure on your body, you know, because they're like centrifugal forces. And then finally, there's lateral G-forces, which is getting jostled side to side, which is what you'd find on a ride like the Beast. And then also, enthusiasts tend to have, you know, if they, if they don't have a preference on G-forces, some, some people like a ride that's really fast and tall, or they like a ride with a good setting or, like, um, or good theming, like on like a ride like Space Mountain, or like any of the rides at Universal Studios. So there's a big diversity in opinions and different roller coaster enthusiasts tend to debate which rides are better, but it really is all for fun because 
different people like different types of roller coasters. So yeah, I prefer a good ejector airtime roller coaster where you feel like you're going to get ripped out of the ride, basically. Tyler Bruce is a roller coaster enthusiast. He joins me this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. We're available 24 hours a day at whtc.com. I love my listeners, and I'd love to hear from you, perhaps about your favorite roller coaster. You can email hearingvoicesradio at gmail.com, and if you're polite, I promise to respond. Talk to me a little bit about the coaster enthusiast community. All right, so the roller coaster enthusiast community is basically a community of people who love roller coasters now it's become more of a thing that younger people are able to get into recently over the past like 10 years with um you know online social media a lot of roller coaster enthusiasts are active on youtube you know instagram they take pictures of roller coasters and then they make or them like videos on how roller coasters work you know um a good roller coaster enthusiast YouTube channel to watch, for example, is named Toro Ryan, for example, who makes plenty of videos on how rides work. But enthusiasts will tend to do research and discuss the history of roller coasters, how they work, um, the secrets to get on the most roller coasters, when to go to parks. And then they'll also keep track of what's called your credit list, which is the amount of roller coasters you've been on. And then you good roller coaster enthusiast tends to rank all of their roller coasters too i have 261 credits so that means i've been on 261 different roller coasters there's a somewhat of a debate on what defines a roller coaster like you know not every single ride at a park is considered a roller coaster for example but you know roller coaster enthusiasts will keep track of their credit count and it's it's but that's all for fun but um so yeah, there, there's a community of people that you know keeps track of all the roller coasters they've ridden, um, knows a lot about the parks, and then you you tend to often see roller coaster enthusiasts when you go to a park. Like you can identify them based on usually they're wearing t-shirts with roller coasters on them, and usually you see the same enthusiasts at parks if you go multiple times in the same year. Before before the internet became a big part of the community, it was still a thing because people would join like roller coaster clubs you know to they would meet in person like a few times a year to discuss roller coasters or they would meet at parks but now with the internet it's much easier to collaborate between other enthusiasts and you know discuss rides and stuff like that give me about 30 seconds on what your summer coaster plans look like oh i have a lot of plans this summer um my my next big trip of the year will be in early june to go to atlanta georgia I'll be going to Six Flags Over Georgia and also Fun Spot Atlanta to ride the new Air Force One roller coaster. And this roller coaster looks like it has insane ejector airtime. It just opened this year, and I've seen a lot of rave reviews about it. And then I also will be going to parks closer to me, like Indiana Beach, Cedar Point, Kings Island, Six Flags Great America, going to all those parks plenty. So, yeah. What's the best roller coaster in the United States? My favorite is El Toro at Six Flags Great Adventure. I, in fact, named my cat after El Toro. His name is Toro. But th- this is a ride that tries to rip you out of your seat like you're riding a bull. Lots to learn and apparently lots to ride. Tyler Boos, he's all about the roller coasters. You can find him at a theme park near or perhaps far away from you. Thanks for the visit today on Hearing Voices. Yep, no problem.